Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we look at all the latest comics and other media featuring the Transformers. In this episode, we continue to explore the Energon universe as we review Void Rivals number five. Today is Friday, November 3rd, 2023, and this is episode 362 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that prefers five faces of darkness to five nights of Freddy's. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Apollo, a.k.a. Robo Apollo. It's me. Hi. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hey. What's this Five Nights at Freddy's? Who's Freddy? Let's talk Transformers. Were you waiting for an answer before you did the line? (laughs) I thought it was rhetorical. (laughs) Don't know who Freddy is. Is Freddy a person? It's a, it's a, it's a, I, I, you, you've heard of the games in the movie, right? Have you not heard of this at all? You've heard, you've heard less of this no. than I have. <laughs> okay, there's a there's a who's spending a, many who's spending many nights at Freddy's and why is Freddy is Freddy a, cool? It's it's a it's a video game series. It's a video game series, and it's now a movie. Awesome. And it's a it's a horror movie about basically basically Freddy's is uh, is Chuck E. Cheese, and yes. the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics come to life and kill you. So. I see. I see. And they're cute animals. They're <laughs> animal like creatures. Sounds dumb. I'm sure my daughter will love it. <laughs> she probably already knows about it. Ask her about mm-hmm. it. She'll probably tell you all about it. Meh. She probably wouldn't. And want then to I gotta talk to her. About it. <laughs> Yikes. Father of the year over here. <laughs> All right. Um, put all this out. <laughs> <laughs> so much attitude tonight. <laughs> uh, we start the show, as always, by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. If you would like to become a Donatrion, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up. For all that good stuff. We've got a lot of bonus content. We've got some bonus shows, including We Like Big Bots, a show done by Daryl and Dr. Pants, where they talk about some big bots. Ten episodes of that on our Patreon page. More to come at some point in the future. Uh, keep asking them until they provide them. <laughs> uh, we've also got our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. Seasons one and two are complete and available on our feed at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And we've got a bonus uh, show right now called the Rustford Files, a little side adventure featuring different characters, the same players in the of uh, the RPG, but different for playing different characters for this little mini adventure. 
And uh, we've got three episodes of that out. And next week we will have episode four coming this Monday. So just uh, stay tuned for that at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust uh, should already come up in your podcast feed. And we've got our exclusive uh, Transformers number one, Skybound uh, Transformers number one cover. This is artwork by EJ Sue, the only uh, returning IDW artist to do a cover for Transformers number one. And you can get that at our website, transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. You can also get a limited supply at uh, Heroes Comics in London, Ontario, where Daryl is, and at Fan of the Attic Comics uh, in Monroeville, Pennsylvania, where I live. So uh, if you are near either of those shops, you can go pick it up right there. Uh, but you can also order it on the website. Uh, we've got still got uh, several left, so you can uh, come order them. And uh, you can also get a bundle, bundle it with our previous comic, the Talaller One Number One. If you want to, if you have missed out on that and want to pick that one up, we've got a few of those left. We're selling through the rest of our stock, uh, but it, a lot of people have been bundling the comics together. So if you want that, check it out. All right, uh, let's uh, jump into our comic review. Okay, and uh, we are continuing with the Energon universe. We're reviewing Void Rivals number five. So this was written by Robert Kirkman, artist Lorenzo Di Felice, Felice, Lorenzo Di Felice. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Colorist Patricio Del Pecci. Letterer Russ Wooten. Editors Sean Makowitz and Jonathan Manning. So that is your creative team. There are many uh, covers uh, for Void Rivals number five, but, uh, and we talked about the, the cover that we were interested in. It was the Quintesson cover. It was, uh, I mean, it's kind of a spoiler for the issue, but you know, it's not, not that big a deal, but, yeah, the Quintessons are in this issue, and uh, we've got the five-headed Quintesson right there on the cover. Uh, that is um, the uh, one in, one out of 50 retailer incentive, uh, and that's art by Jay Lee. So uh, if you could find this or maybe order it from uh, online, I did, they, my store did not get enough copies to get this one, so I, I did not get this one, but uh, you can probably order it online. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool cover, a cool-looking rendition of the Quintessons here. So let's talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's talk about uh, what's happening in Void Rivals number five. Derek and Salilia languish in a prison cell on Zerta. Salila joins her Agorian rival after Premier Zalalak learned she had seen the Agorian without his helmet. Derek is unsympathetic since Solilla betrayed him and got them in this predicament in the first place. He asks what she thinks their fate will be. Solilla answers that it's likely the Zertonian government will kill them both to keep them from revealing the big secret about the Zertonian and Agorian people. Also, since Derek is a high-value enemy agent, he'll be tortured first. Salila apologizes to Derek for putting him in this situation just before the guards come to drag him out for his first enhanced interrogation session. Uh, 
After the guards leave, the prison cell door. Re- after the guards leave, the prison cell door remains open, and Mistress Vill and her attendants enter to talk to Salula. Salula isn't happy to see them. She left their religious order long ago to become a warrior and pilot, but Mistress Vill responds that she is only doing what they allowed her to do. Salula will always be a keeper of the light, and that cannot be undone. Salula retorts that she doesn't follow Zerta's will but her own, while Mistress Vill counters that she's just parroting Zalalak's propaganda. Salula stops protesting and collapses in despair. She asks Mistress Vill to leave her alone in her punishment and eventual execution, but Mistress Vill knows that Salula is destined for great things, and her current situation is just another trial for her to overcome. Mistress Vill has come to give Salula an item of power that will aid her in her future journey. But we don't see what it is just yet. We shift focus to the planet Quintessa. Having failed to make a deal with Shockwave on Cybertron, the Skuxoid has gone to Quintessa to negotiate the return of their Quintesson prosecutor. The Quintesson judge is not amused and ready to pass judgment on the Skuxoid for his insolence. The Skuxoid protests that he's just returning the prosecutor and wants to be compensated for that. The judge's five faces ask what happened to the Scorpia that was being transported to the planet Dominus. The Skuxoid hesitates and the prosecutor blurts out how the Scorpia was destroyed on the Skuxoid ship. Then he was taken to Cybertron to be sold. The judge is not amused. The prosecutor is to be punished later. And as for the Skuxoid, the judge asks him to provide any reason why he shouldn't be immediately fed to the Sharktacons now. As the Alicon guards come to take the Skuxoid away, he begs for his life. He promises he'll give the Quintessons all his ships, including the Agorian and Zertonian ones he just salvaged. After hearing the word Zertonian, the Quintesson orders the Alicons to stop immediately. The Skuxoid may have gained a reprieve after all. Back on Zerta, Derek has been tortured for three days. He hasn't volunteered any new information, so the beatings continue. His questioner delivers another punishing blow to Derek's face before leaving him in darkness to ponder his fate. Derek is chained up alone in the darkness. He asks his companion Handroid for help trying to escape but his android has long since been removed. After a while, a small figure appears from the darkness. It's a Zertonian child who is here to rescue him. He cuts Derek's chains and returns his uniform, helmet, and android to him. Derek is grateful, even though he doesn't know who this person is or why they're helping him escape. They crawl out of the prison cell through an underground series of tunnels to a secret hideout housing some other Zertonians. Their leader, Canella, tells Derek they are working to reunify the Zertonian and Agorian people and bring the two halves of the sacred ring together. And they need Derek's help. Derek doesn't know these people and isn't willing to work with them unless they can also rescue Salilla. Canella is surprised by this condition and reminds Derek that Salilla betrayed him and is responsible for his imprisonment in the first place. But Derek insists on rescuing Salilla before he'll help these rebel Zertonians. But Canella tells Derek he has no idea who Salilla really is. And back in the prison cell, we, still, we see Salilla holding the item Mistress Ville gave her, which looks like a strange green key that is marked with the symbols of both the Agorians and the Zertonians. And that is the end of the issue to be continued. So uh, again, we're continuing with the... Um, gratuitous Transformers references in the, in Void Rivals. Um, but I think hopefully we're, um, we're 
getting closer to learning why they're what the connection is with the you know with the Quintessons. I mean, the fact that the Quintessons knew about Zerda and Zertonian. I don't know what that means, but I guess we'll see. Um, and the uh, Void Rivals, I, I'm enjoying this series. It's uh, you know it, it's it's interesting. It's it's a little bit slow reading it month to month, but um, you know I'm I'm curious where it's going, and I guess we're going to have an end of this story arc in the next issue since it's a six issue arc, and then they'll be taking a break before issue seven comes out in a few months. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean I, the I think I think the art works pretty well. I like all the like the the kind of robotic ish uh, armor costumes that all the the, Zerto- the Zertonians and Agorians wear, uh, and uh, I think uh, the art on the Transformers characters is really well done. The Quintesson looked great. Uh, you, we saw the out. Al- we didn't see any Sharktacons. We saw Alicons. We didn't see any Sharktacons. So uh, hopefully they'll be making an appearance soon. Um, and I also I did want to mention in the letters pages uh, in responding to a, one of the letters, Robert Kirkman does say he's really interested in getting some junkions into the comic at some point. So uh, cross your fingers. We'll see, uh, see if that happens, but um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, not, nothing too amazing for this issue. Not, a, not a lot of action, not really much happening. Some torture, I guess, if, if you're into some light torture, I don't know. <laughs> There's a little bit there, but uh, other than that, not not a whole lot in this issue. Um, but uh, Apollo, we've had we haven't had you on to talk about Void Rivals at all before. So uh, and and you just kind of binge through the first four issues before getting to this issue. So maybe uh, you can give us your thoughts on on the series as as a whole, and then on this issue in particular. Yeah, no, thanks for asking me, Charles. Yeah, as you said, um, I read issues two through five yesterday. So I had read the first one, of course, because we found out a certain Transformer was in it, which made me very happy. Jetfire is amazing. So, um, you know, reading them all together was really good, actually. Like, I can't imagine waiting monthly for the issues like it it does flow together back to back really well um the one thing i'd have to say though is whenever you know we have the main plot of the story which is you know this conflict and is mostly focused on you know Dirac and salila um is, wait is that how you pronounce her name we practiced this before the show salila <laughs> um, i think that's right yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah you know how they're from these rival factions and it's two planets that are around a black hole and that the planets are, they it forms like a ring around this black hole and they're rivals and they both wear, you know, this, you know, like these helmets and they have like tech to help him. Like Dirac has his little glove that helps him, the assistant glove, um, you know, um, it's like a smart glove with AI in it. And, um, you know, it's just really, it's really an interesting idea, you know, cause they take their helmets off, realize, Oh, we're people, you know, we're like exactly the same. Like they just have a different jewel in the middle of their foreheads, you know, but other than that, they're both people. Um, but, um, it was really interesting, you know, how, you know, they come back to, um, their home worlds, you know, cause they're 
two halves around this black hole and they were getting ready to depart. And then Salila knocks out Dirac and brings him back as a prisoner to her world. And then they're like, you know, her leader there was like, oh, did you see his face? And she doesn't say anything. And it's like, oh, she's thrown in jail too, you know, because it's like, whoops, like she knows too much. Um, And, you know, it's interesting that the people in power both know all this stuff that they're like the same and it's like they're keeping their people oppressed and at war, it seems like. Um, You know, I do like the Transformers references. It does seem kind of random, though, because you'll be reading the Void Rivals story and then all of a sudden there's like Sharkwave and um, um, Skuxoid. Is that how you pronounce Mm -hmm. his name? So. Um, yeah. you know, like he shows up with the Quintesson and shockwaves like, Oh, get that thing off Cybertron. Like that's, you know, <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> you know, he like kind of goes off on him. And then, um, you know, I do agree. Like I like the art style. Like I think the artist is really good at drawing a variety of things, you know, transformer characters, um, you know, the various aliens with transformers and these aliens of the Argonians and the, um, Zertonians. Um, I'm interested to see what happens more with this series. I did read all the notes at the end of the issues and it seems like they're trying to make this as like a standalone property, but I don't know how they can because it's based off of existing properties having the transformer characters as cameo characters in it. So Hasbro actually owns all the IP for void rivals as well. Oh, that's how they're doing it. Like, yeah. Okay. In the the agreement, like they, they announced that Hasbro completely owns all these. Yep. Okay. Well, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if maybe, maybe eventually there will be void rivals action figures at some point and maybe mm-hmm. we'll get like action figures of Skuxoid or other characters that show up here. Maybe. I want I, uh, I want a hand droid thing that my kid can wear. Yes. <laughs> that would be fun. Well I could see them even doing a show out of this, you know, because they did the Walking Dead for so long. You know, they could do a live action version of the show, you know, and like have the mm-hmm. transformer characters be CG, you know, um, especially cause they're playing cameo appearances. So, um, yeah, but I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to see more, um, and see who, uh, who else shows up from our favorite franchise in this story. Cool. Uh, any any specific like uh, thoughts on on issue five, like the like on what happened? Like, I mean, not a lot, not a whole lot happened here, but it's um, uh yeah, I do have some specific thoughts. Like, um, you know, you we all showed the covers. Well, most of us, I didn't show mine during trips to the store for the main show. Um. You know, it it had a focus on torture in it quite Mm -hmm. a bit. And so, you know, if you're not into that, you're probably going to have to, like, skip those pages or just look really quickly, um, you know, because it is pretty graphic from what I remembered seeing, you know, and on the cover, they even showed Dirac, like, he's, like, tied up, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like, yeah, (laughs) Um, but 
I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting. We heard more about Celia's past, you know, that she was, um, you know, tied to, I'm guessing this like religious group, the keeper, the light, um, and mistress bill. Something I did notice. So with the art is it seems like our main protect, like heroes in this story seem really small in comparison to most of the other people. And I don't know if that's just the camera angle or like the angle for the artwork, but like the people seem like, you know, like the leaders, like way bigger than, mm-hmm. um, like in scale to, um, yeah. our leader or our main characters. So I don't know if I'm guessing that's just a style choice for the artist. Um, but story wise, you know, it, yeah, it wasn't a ton, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, he gets tortured, Durak gets torture. We learn more about Salila's past a bit. You know, we got the, the Skuxoid and the Quintesson is like, oh, Zertonian technology. Like, I want to know more, you know, like, so we, we know Zertonia or Zert- the Zertonians have some sort of special t- technology that the Quintessons want. What that technology is, we don't know. I thought that was really interesting, but I'm also focused more on the Transformers stuff in this too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though there wasn't a lot on it, um, you know, so yeah. I mean, it a lot didn't happen, but I still enjoyed it. You know, I thought it was still entertaining to read. Cool. All right, uh, Daryl, what were your thoughts? No fighting in this book, unfortunately. This one was pretty slow. Yeah. Um, you know, the um, these issues continue, and this was my critique with number four, um, and you touched on it in your review. The Transformers aspects are shoehorned into these, these issues, and uh, again, if you had taken out this the uh the quintessons and the skuxoid part the issue would have continued without a a hiccup right there would have been nothing you know no need for you know you would have thought you wouldn't have you know taken a second thought as saying something's missing from this issue you know it's it's completely separate i have faith that they're going to bring it in uh bring it all together and it's all going to make sense at some point but we're five issues in and there's it's not really making a, a difference. Um, obviously the, the transformers main series has started and we all know why it's a main, you know, the larger Energon universe and blah, 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 blah. But this, uh, you know, the transformers aspect of void rivals is as a completely shoehorned aspect at this point. And, and, um, we honestly, I mean, I see it as them placating to the Transformers fans as to keeping them buying us, keeping us buying the Void Rivals comics. Um, because we're gonna do it, yeah. I'll know we're gonna do it. Yep. I'm checking out other areas and uh, I can see that you know, other online shops, I can see Void Rivals as being sold out in places when, um, normally wouldn't there there's a lot of hype for this stuff still and uh i'm i'm very surprised because transformers books in the past like 
they have not had this kind of, you know, heat on them. And so I'm, I'm excited about what's coming and what, uh, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, interest and, and how it kind of sustains. But, uh, um, issue five was a bit of a letdown. It didn't really do much for it. Um, I was assuming as the issue came to its conclusion that the end of the book was going to be another transformers kind of, you know, that the, perhaps this key that she was holding was the key to vector Sigma or some bullshit like that. Like, you know, another shoehorn bit like, Oh, transformers fans are going to go nuts. Um, but you know, it's, you know, it's not, or, or maybe it is, and it just looks different now. And, or it's a key that's going to transform and do something crazy, but you know what, you know, it's probably not anyway. Um, this issue was a bit of a letdown for me, just in the fact that it, nothing really of consequence happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Jeremy, what were your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still really enjoying this. I, I think the sci-fi story they're telling, it, it's really interesting. Although, yeah, this, this was a very boring, slow issue. I do feel like, um, it, it didn't make me lose interest in it. And, you know, just, I'm, I'm hoping the next issue is going to ramp up the action kind of, this is where they had to have a lot of plot dump just kind of to move the story along. We had to have some of the, some of the foundation that was put in here, but, uh, the art was still stellar. I really am enjoying the art in this. Um, I do agree with what Daryl says about the the transformers references. If there were not transformers in this book, the sales would drop off significantly. I am sure even mm-hmm. though it is a good story. And like what you said, Apollo, maybe it could be a TV show. I'm not seeing anything in this series that would make it not be able to easily be made into a sci-fi TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just, it looks like it is made to be in multiple formats like that. I, I think that would be fun. And again, I want a live action Android, you know, make that toy. Um, although I, I thought when they introduced Android, I thought it was like surgically attached to Derek and it, from this issue, it just looks like it's a glove and, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it's interesting. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up was you mentioned the letter letters page, Charles, uh, one of the things in the letters page that, um, Kirkman, I believe answered, um, someone asked about. Um, they said that they love Transformers, but they found IDW comics were hard to follow because of how text heavy they were. Um, and I, I would like to say they didn't read all the IDW comics because there are many books that are not. But anyway, uh, the answer here was that um, uh, from Kirkman that he, he said the IDW did amazing work in the 17 years they had the license. They kept the flame burning and introduced some great characters and or concept and even new characters to the mythos. And then he calls out Windblade. And then he said, some people love wordy dense comics and some people prefer things to be breezy. And with Daniel Warren Johnson at the helm, I think you can count on the art having plenty of room to breathe. So 
but I'm sure at some point we'll have an issue or arc that could be downright Claremontian. <laughs> so it, it seems like the Daniel Warren Johnson part of Transformers is going to be in Daryl's wheelhouse and be action heavy. And uh, although it will have wrestling references, Daryl. <laughs> um, Suplex. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, then it, it does look like there are going to be more of the the more dense wordy stuff that's more unlike me and Charles's wheelhouse. And you know, I I, I like that he called out Windblade. So I I think we can expect to see her at some point down the line. But also when he mentioned new concepts. So I mean a lot of people are worried about the progress that IDW had made introducing different concepts and stuff that have made it into even the toy lines and now with the new series, it's kind of going back to basic. So, you know, it, it it's yet to be seen, you know, what's going to be introduced, but I'm hoping that some of those carry on. And this gives me a little bit of hope. So, you know, yeah. I, I, I do like that. They aren't, they aren't acting like IDW didn't exist. You know, like, like some, sometimes when a license changes, it's just like, they ignore anything that the previous license holder had or, mm-hmm. or had done. So, you know, I, I just wanted to call that out. The letters pages in these books have been really interesting to me. So um, mm-hmm. be sure to check those out when you read these books. Cool. I had, I, I'm true. I was just trying to find it because you kind of reminded me of it. There was a, um, a, a Reddit post on either the comic books forum or comic collecting uh, subreddit. And somebody was talking about the Transformers comic. And almost every single respondent was talking about how they were there for Daniel Warren Johnson. Mm -hmm. That that was who had brought them to this. Somebody said, uh, you know, a few of them were saying I was, you know, I was aware of Transformers as a kid but I'm a big fan of Daniel Warren Johnson uh, and I can't wait to see some robots pulling off wrestling moves. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, at least you're here. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, if we can keep a fraction of them. Right. And that's the idea. But a lot of these people in this, especially if this is a, 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 a snapshot of, of the, the amount, like the, uh, the demographic that's buying the book, it is, a lot of Daniel Warren Johnson fans and um, a lot of Transformers fans, but there doesn't seem to be that many crossover, right? So there's a lot of Transformers fans and that's great, uh, but they've been with the, the series forever. You know, there's those of us that are, were back when Marvel had it or followed it to Dreamwave and followed it to IDW. And now with, skybound right we're gonna follow it because we're diehards you know but those there's those that are with it now because daniel warren johnson has it and he's going to do with it what he always does with stuff and makes it awesome and looks great and when i worry that if he's off the book you know will the heat die down and will you know will everything just go away and is it just because he's drawing it or is it because he's writing it which part are these the fans of you know because his his art is very 
you know, it's it's got a, a certain style to it that you know lends a, a, a bit of credence to this book and gives it a, a certain style. It's very action. Um, it, it suits action very well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and Overall. and so and his and his writing is. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of it because it's it it's not a not wordy. It's very light on the on the words, right? So, um. I'm interested to see what happens after these six issues finish uh, and where, where he goes, who, who picks up the mantle, what happens, you know, we haven't really have no information on that, Yeah. but this demographic that seemed to be a snippet of the, in this reddits, you know, subreddit, um, a lot of them seem to be buying this book because of who was writing it. Right. Or, or on our duties. I have no idea. Yeah, and it, hmm. I go back to what I mentioned with our review of that first issue. It, it it seems very much designed to pull in the casual fan, not a hardcore fan. So mm-hmm. you know, if if we can just get a fraction of those people to stay around, like we did with the, the live action movies that you know stuck around the franchise, you know, we didn't keep everybody. So mm-hmm. I think just kind of grow the the Transformers comic audience you know, even a little bit, I think it'll be helpful. Yeah. But we're not going to get the, once he's off the book, there's going to be a big drop. I think so. Yeah. Maybe there's another big name artist waiting in the wings to take over. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I overheard at my comic book shop, like if we're going to talk about that, um, is that people like the art style for this new Transformers book because it's really simple and it's very expressive. The faces are very expressive and it's easy to follow the action. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, and we've got issue two coming next week. So uh, we will uh, you know, take a look. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to review it next week, but uh, we'll see. So. Um, right. I don't think uh, issue two is not next week. It's the week after. It, it, it's oh. it's 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 next week when this show goes up. This show's going right. Up on Friday. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're right. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you forget the, the time slip. I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's our review of Void Rivals number five. So that will do it for this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. As always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrions. Those are the folks who continue to support us at the highest level on Patreon. And we really appreciate that. So that's why they get a shout out in every episode. So thank you once again to John 4X Good and Demon Tech 82 you are amazing. And Apollo, you're also amazing. Thanks for joining us this week and last week on Transmissions and Transmissions Alt Mode. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they could find you online? Oh, thank you. Um, it's always a pleasure to be on here with you guys. So I am still on the site formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> I am also on Instagram and Blue Sky at Robo Apollo. I am back to making art regularly. I've posted multiple things this week and I even posted something 
yeah, even including Sunday, like I drew a sound wave too. I mostly draw star screen, but I did draw a sound wave. So yay. Um, so you can find me there. And then um, I'm also on the transmissions discord where um, it's a really safe, fun place to hang out. There is a Wednesday night hangout session. I think it starts 8 p.m. Pacific time. And there's a group of us that go on and talk. I try to join those for a little bit. I can't always join, but there's a regular group that's always on to show off what they bought for their trips to the store. Nice. And you can uh, join our discord at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. And that's where you can get a link to the invite and join the server. All right, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.